This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. First, let's get into the NFC Championship game on Sunday, the early game at three, the Niners at the Eagles. Chelsea, the Eagles laying two and a half points. Eagles minus 150 on the money line. Niners plus 125. The total set at 45 and a hook. I believe yesterday, this line first went up from Eagles minus two over the weekend, then touched three, then went back down to Eagles minus two and a half. So once it got to that key number, we saw some Niners money come in. The total is up a half point from 45. And what's interesting about this game, if you go back to their college days, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy faced off in 2019. They both played in college. Jalen Hurts playing for OU. Brock Purdy playing for Iowa State. And Oklahoma won 42-41 when Iowa State failed to convert a two-point conversion Hurts threw for three touchdowns, rushed for two more. Purdy threw for five touchdowns and rushed for another. So that's one of those smaller storylines you haven't heard about yet, which is pretty interesting. Even though I do believe these defenses may be a touch better than those big 12 defenses. Just a touch. From Iowa State and Oklahoma. Uh, Because I think that's the thing. We saw Brock Purdy kind of slow down a little bit last week against the Cowboys. Yeah, they won that game, but it's not like it was a blowout. It's not like the offense put on absolute fireworks against a pretty solid Dallas defense. And now they're going against this Eagle secondary. That's one of the best in the league. I believe they're number one in DVOA against the pass. So never another tough test for Brock Purdy. I just think the Eagles are the better overall team. And I think I'm taking the Eagles here. I am stuck on whether I should take the Eagles minus two and a half or just play it safe and take Eagles money line. But one would think that they can cover the two and a half, right? And it's even juiced to minus 115 over at BetMGM. I think I'm rolling with the birds here, even though, like I said, I already have a future on the Eagles to win the NFC. So maybe I need to sit this one out. But Jake's, I'm trying to put this into words because at this stage in the season, There's Mm -hmm. not a ton of metrics you can use and be like, well, this is the better team at this. This is the better team at this because both these teams are really good. Do you think it just boils down to a gut feeling on what you're going to play? I think that's a really good point. And and I think so. And and the one thing that I have to separate, which I think that if you want to make a case for the Eagles, I'm going to be on the Eagles too. So I'm not talking against Philadelphia here, but you have to measure their dominant performance against a team in the Giants that was playing over its head for most of the season, which clearly is not as talented. Now, they dominated in every aspect of that game, but would they dominate against a better team? I don't necessarily think that's the case. So you can't just look at the Eagles and say, oh, they crushed the Giants, they're going to crush the Niners. The Niners are very, very good. But I, I do question, with Brock Purdy at quarterback, if he can really lead the Niners to a win here. And I, and I don't think he can cover. A rookie quarterback has never... Never made it to the Super Bowl. We've talked about this on the show. Close. Dan Marino made it in his second season, I believe, and never got back again, even though he was incredible during his career. But the one thing the Eagles do is they led the league in sacking the quarterback. You can pass a little bit against their secondary, but, man, they get after you. And I just feel like Brock Purdy, under that sort of pressure on the road, is going to falter at some point. He's due, and I think this is the weekend it happens. Yeah, maybe, because uh, like I said, it, it is one of the toughest matchups mm-hmm. that he has faced in his young career, which there's not a, a lot of sample size to pull from. But even if he plays perfect, I'm not sure if the Niners win. 
And here's the thing about the Niners. They are a little banged up going into this one, and you will have to monitor the injury report as the week goes on because right now Christian McCaffrey has a calf contusion, which I'm assuming mm-hmm. he's still going to play. Elijah Mitchell has a groin mm-hmm. issue. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said uh, both these guys day to day yesterday, I believe, at practice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like this is a matchup to where it's just going to be who executes the best. And I know that's a cop-out answer, but when the the playing field is pretty level, which I think it is, I think I give the slight edge to the Eagles. Like, I don't feel great about it. I think the Niners definitely can win this game. And that's a strategy thing. If you think the Niners are good enough to win, wouldn't you take the points with the Niners? I I think so. Yeah. And and one thing I will say is that there's not many teams who can match the skill talent that the Eagles have, particularly at receiver, but the Niners can because of their complement of weapons. So if Kyle Shanahan schemes the right game with Debo Samuel, with Christian McCaffrey, with George Kittle, with Brandon Ayuk, then they can certainly keep this close. I think that's maybe your sabotage factor, but you're right. Ultimately, if you think that if you think the Niners can keep it close, just take them on the money line. I just don't think they're going to be able to here. In the AFC Championship game on Sunday, a 6:30 start in Kansas City. The Bengals at the Chiefs. The Bengals laying a point and a half. The Bengals are minus 120 on the money line. The Chiefs are even money. The total set at 47. You're thinking, wait a second, that sounds different. It is different. This spread has flipped. In a matter of 24 hours, the Chiefs were laying a point yesterday. Now the Bengals are the favorites. The total has come down a half point from 47 and a half. I think we wondered yesterday, are we going to see money come in on Cincinnati because they look like the better team? Man, it is coming in a big way. And now the Bengals laying points at Arrowhead. Oh, yes. People have seen mm. the numbers. The Bengals' ownership of the Chiefs since Joe Burrow has gotten mm-hmm. to Cincinnati. And listen, sometimes we see this in sports where certain teams just match up really well against other teams. Right now, I don't think it's all just Joe Burrow, though. I think the defense is playing better is the Bengals. For some reason or another, this is a defense that people don't talk about, but yet mm-hmm. they're a team that just went out and limited the Bills to 10 points. And a lot of it was the time of possession that the offense was taking on the field. So the Bills offense didn't really have a ton of time to work, but still it's a defense that's pretty solid at this stage in the game. I don't think you could say the same for this Chiefs defense. They've been all right. They've been bend, don't yeah. break. But still, I think if you are taking a neck and neck look, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, uh, this defense, uh, the Bur- uh, the Bengals defense against the Chiefs defense, I think the Bengals get the edge here. And obviously the huge question mark is what are we going to see from Patrick Mahomes? That is the million-dollar question uh, racing across everybody's thoughts right now because we don't know and we're not going to know. Andy Reid is not going to divulge any kind of information. I think unless we see like if he's at practice, if he's practicing, if he's not practicing, maybe we can try to read between the lines there. But bottom line, he's not going to be 100%. And that's the thing. Like, even if it was 100% Patrick Mahomes against this Bengals team, I think it'd be a really close game. So, with Patrick Mahomes, limited mobility because of this ankle Mm -hmm. sprain, I think I'm siding with the Bengals, too. It's a public play, but I do like it. I think that's the thing for me, too, is that the mobility of Patrick Mahomes is one of the more underrated aspects of his game. Now, he's going to power through. There's no way he's not going to play in this game. So if you're concerned about Patrick Mahomes playing, no, 
<laughs> he's played. We saw him on the sidelines in that game, in the previous game, where he was out for a series or two while Chad Henney took over, and he was yelling Andy Reid, like, no, no, I'm not coming out of this game. But Joe Burrow had a couple of moments against Buffalo where he was able to escape the pocket. I'm not necessarily sure that Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to do that. But ultimately, the thing that impressed me most about the Bengals, it wasn't just going into Buffalo. It was how they beat the Bills, which is being physical, which is being a team that that pushed Buffalo off the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. And that's something that I thought going in, well, we're not going to see. That's a huge problem for Kansas City or for the Cincinnati Bengals going in because of that offensive line, and it's not really up to snuff, and they've had all these injuries. I know it's only one game, but, man, they look so physical and so motivated, and I think ultimately that's the reason why. You talk about the eye test. It just passing the eye test, Cincinnati looked like an A-plus over the weekend. Well, and also Joe Burrow has developed the skill to where – he knows the little tips and tricks to work around offensive line issues. That's, you know, what he's been working with and the the hand that he's been dealt in Cincinnati. And he's such a good quarterback so that sometimes he can make the quick throws or do whatever he needs to do to kind of uh, mitigate those problems on the offensive line. I think the X factor here is this will be a huge game for Andy Reid trying to game plan mm -hmm. around this. And if anybody can put together a masterclass uh, in, you know, scheming and trying to work around Patrick Holmes and his issues on his ankle, uh, it's Andy Reid. But wouldn't the mm -hmm. Bengals try to go after Patrick Holmes and get some pressure on him? Because, like, that's their weakest link. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the one thing that they have to do if they want to be successful in this game. Do you think do you think motivation, before we're going to break here, do you think motivation plays a part? Both teams are going to be motivated. No. But I don't think there's a team right now playing with more of a chip on its shoulder than the Bengals. I mean, everything that they say just acts like they've been slided and chosen to go winless this season. Uh, people pick the Broncos to win the AFC West. People pick the Chargers to win the AFC West. Hell, people out there were saying Derek Carr was going to be the MVP. So I don't think the Chiefs need any motivation either. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.